Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to tonight's podcast. We're going to continue in the who, which women God is talking about. And before we get started, I'd like to open us up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, please be with us women tonight. Let the women hear what you intend them to hear and block the words that are Kelly's words and not your words. Lord, we just are so thankful that you give us guidance on how to better our lives for you. Amen. So ladies, oh, I am so excited to tell you about Manoa's wife. This is the second part of the series. So if you haven't heard the first one, look through the podcast um, for series two, lesson one. But we have another unnamed woman. And ladies, I hope that that encourages you that just because you're a stay-at-home mom or you're not the CEO of a business, or you're not a well-known author or artist, or you're not a movie star. Maybe you're not even known in your neighborhood or at church. Don't worry because God knows you. God knows your name and God sees your heart. And I think that's one of the things he has told us when he talks about all these women and we don't know their name. And all we know is that this woman, Manoa's wife, (laughs) I can tell you back when my husband and I worked together, if we went to a meeting, I was always, oh, this is Rick's wife. I get it. But this, this message tonight encourages me. Another piece, um, I want to let you know we're in Judges, Judges 13.2. And so the story begins telling us about Manoah and which town he's from. But let me give you some backstory. This is a time when the Israelites were not behaving. They were doing things like worshiping idols and not following God's word. And so... Have you ever been in a group where they're all getting drunk and you don't want to get drunk or they're all swearing and you don't want to swear? It's much easier to fit in the crowd than to be the one that stands out for Jesus. And I think that's where we learn about Manoah's wife because the Israelites, we know just from even 13.1, that they're not behaving. They are not doing what they're supposed to. But Manoah's wife must have been. We learned that she was barren, which means she could not have a child and she hadn't had a child. And the reason I think that she must have just been so focused on God, I'm sure she was letting God know how sad she was and how desperate she wanted a child and how lonely she felt not being able, (coughs) excuse me, to share her inheritance with children and have her name be carried on. But I don't feel that Manoah's wife was bitter because we learn in 13.3 
that the angel of the Lord appeared to his wife, to Manoah's wife, not to Manoah, but his wife. That, my friends, is huge. And the angel of the Lord told her that she was going to have a child and that he did that, but he told her there were some things she was going to have to do. She wasn't going to be able to drink wine and or any bitter drink, and she wasn't going to be able to eat unclean food. And when the baby was born, she was not allowed to cut the baby's hair. But I just want us to know that how exciting is it that here's this woman that she could cry out to the Lord and share her feelings. See, God wants to hear when you're angry. He wants to hear when you're sad. He wants to hear when you're lonely. He wants to hear when you're happy. What he doesn't want is for you to be bitter and to be nasty and to take that out on other people. And I think that's why he tells us the story of Manoah's wife. He doesn't want us to focus on her name. He doesn't want us to get distracted. He wants us to see that this poor woman was barren, but yet he granted her heart's desire and opened her womb and she had a child. So ladies, I hope that encourages you to share your feelings with God. Get them out, scream at him, <coughs> cry. It's okay. Now, after the angel of the Lord left, Manoah's wife went and told Manoah. And poor Manoah, can you imagine how he felt? What do you mean an angel of the Lord came and saw you? He didn't come see me. And so Manoah prayed that night and was like, Lord, just send. Well, he was praying to God. Let's be real. God, send the angel of the Lord again. Send, send him and send him to me. He didn't want him to send him to his wife. But how special is Manoah's wife that the angel of the Lord appeared to her a second time? A second time. And Manoah wasn't there. I hope that encourages you too. That although you're not the spiritual lead of your home, although you might not be the one who is the money maker or making the decisions, that God still cares that you are still special in his eyes. It's okay to have your husband or your, your spouse be the spiritual lead because God still sees you and he still loves you. And one of the most important pieces we have is to be a wife. In fact, there are some Proverbs coming up that you're going to hear that tells you that a woman can be the foundation that makes her house strong or the one that destroys it. But Proverbs are for a different day. So let's get back to Manoah's wife. So after the 
angel of the Lord appeared for a second time, Manoah's wife ran to her husband because her husband had instructed her to do that. And she was going to be obedient. And she went and got him and took him. And they um, talked to the angel of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord told them to make a burnt sacrifice. Ladies, did you know that the angel of the Lord appeared a third time in the flame of the sacrifices, this time to both of them? That's just so encouraging me to me that when you're amongst things that are going wrong, and look at this world, we have a pandemic. We were having some racial issues going on. We have school shooting. We have, you know, all sorts of different things, political issues. We have, you know, church issues, family issues, the whole nine yards. I hope the story of Manoah's wife encourages you that you might not be known, but you are still special and that you might have a heart's desire that you need answered, cry out to the Lord. Now, I'm not guaranteeing that he's going to say yes to what you are, but I am going to guarantee that he's going to hear you and that he cares about what you tell him. And that when your family stands firm with Jesus and his words, that it's important to the Lord and that he will show up, maybe not in a flame, because Jesus was our ultimate sacrifice and we don't have to sacrifice lambs and cows and burnt offerings anymore. But that he might show up in a yes or he might show up in an embrace or to send you a little message or to have someone in this group reach out for, and tell you something that you've been longing to hear. Ladies, thank you for listening in. And if you want to read more, read about Manoah's wife in Judges. I pray that you have a good night. And let me just close briefly because I know my best friend Tanya will be putting a prayer up later tonight. So ladies, just close your eyes and let's go to the Lord in prayer. And dear Heavenly Father, thank you for Manoah's wife. Thank you for encouraging us that when we might feel like we're unnoticed, that you notice us. Thank you for encouraging us that you want to know our feelings, that it's okay to be sad or angry or happy or joyful, that whatever emotion we're feeling, you want to hear it, that you recognize our families and the work we do for you. Lord, I just pray for each woman that's listening to this podcast. Encourage them to invite another woman, a woman that could grow or feel loved by hearing God's word. Lord, I just pray that you answer their prayers, that you overflow them with blessings, and that you know that that they know that you love them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 
I might not be Paul Harvey, but I know the rest of the story. Manoa's wife's name might not be known, but her son's is, and it's Samson. That's right, Manoa's wife is the mother to Samson.